Today's daf is daf chaf. We're holding on your test Ahmed Aleph, about 11 lines from the bottom of the page. Boy me nay, Rav Yirmiya, me Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya, Shiloh, which we've actually been dealing with some of these uh, elements of the question. So you have an animal that is walking Rosh Hashanah ve'tiza ve'zika mahu, and uh, it, uh, it it under the from the hoofs under the hoofs of the animal pebbles shot out. Uh, it was accidental; didn't mean to do it, but was part of the normal walking of the animal, and it damaged. Ma, what is going to be alocha? Now, till now, we've assumed that. Uh, Tzroros is a tolda of regal, and if it's a tolda of regal, even though there's Allah Chamosh Misina, it's Chatsi Nezek, not Nezek Shalem, but since tolda of regal only applies in Rishus Nizak and not in Rishus Rabim. However, the question that, uh, that, that he raises is the following. Since the Torah says, pay Chatsi Nezek, Maybe the Torah is telling you why Chatsi Nezek. It would be regal, it would be Nezek Shalem. What else is there that's Chatsi Nezek? Karen. So maybe what the Torah is telling you, this case should be viewed as an abnormal situation, like a Karen situation. And therefore, what should the din be over here? Should also be considered Chatzinezek, and it should be Karen, and not a Tolda of Regal. So that's one way of looking at it. Like Karen, we compare it to Karen. Like Karen, the first three times. Or maybe no. At the end of the day, it happened in the north. It, was, it wasn't, it was, it was Urche. The animal was not intending to do it. It wasn't something that was abnormal. It was the part of the normal gait of the animal. And therefore, since it told the Regal, and Regal's Potter in Rashus Arabim Upturam. So Amale, Mistava told the Regal who. So Rabzeira answered that it makes more sense to me that this is a derivative of Regal, it's Urche, and therefore the Tzroros of Potter in Rishusarabim. That was Shaila number one, and that was the way he answered it. Now, Shaila number two. Hey, Tiza Rishusarabim ve'izika Rishusayachid Mahu. <clears throat> Building on the first Shaila that, that Tzroros is only Chayev in Rishusanizak, what happens if the animal kicked the stones in Rishus Arabim, but where did the damage occur? In the Rishus Ayachid. So therefore, what's the din over here? Do we look at where the initial force to the stones, to propel the stones uh, uh, occurred, which is in Amokam Petur, it was in, in Rishus Arabim, or do we look where the actual damage occurred? And where the actual damage occurred was in Rishus Ayachid, then should be Chai Fatsoros. That was a Shailu. So Amar uh, <clears throat> so Rab Zera answered him, Akira Enkan. If there is no Akira, Akira is the initial force that causes the stone to be propelled. So if the initial force is in a Mokam Ptur, which means we don't view it as your Akira, we don't give, hold you liable for the Akira. So if you're not high for the Akira, then Hanacha Yeshkan, then how could you be high for the Hanacha when the stone comes to rest? It means the damage occurs because then it's already become disconnected from you. So if it's not, you're, you're, not hold, if you're not held responsible for the Akira, it was in a mock in a you're not going to be Chayev for where it comes to rest in Rishusha Yochin. So two Shailas asked and two Shailas answered by Rabzeira. Number one is 
that Tzroros is a Tolda of Regal. Number two, when it says that Regal is Chayv and Rishus Nizok, it has to be that both the Akira and the Anocha, where it starts and ends in Rishus Nizok, it can't start in Rishus Rabbim and end in Rishus Nizok. That's the two two Shilas and the two ways it was Pashat. So Rabbi Yeremia, Rabbi Yeremia has now, comes back at Rabbi Azair with the following uh, uh, question. It says like this, the Brisa says, Haisa, so Eisavei, is from a Brisa. Haisa ma'aleches bederech, ma'aleches bederech. If the animal was walking on a road, the hitiza and it caused stones to shoot out, all right, uh, and Lechora, it broke, it broke a vessel. So what does the Brisa say? Bein b'rshus ha-yochid, bein b'rshus ha-rabim, chayev. The owner is chayev, whether it's b'rshus ha-yochid or b'rshus ha-rabim. Now, my love, the understanding over here means that it's talking about tzoros, and it's saying it's tzoros doesn't matter. Is it rishus rabim rishus yochid? Which this would be going against the first shaila. Our first shaila that Rav Yirmiyah asked Rav Zeir was: Do we compare compare tzoros to regel or to keren? If you read this as it seems to be saying that that tzoros yochayv both rishus rabim and rishus yochid lechora, what is that a, a compared tzoros to? It seems to be comparing it to keren. Not to regal, right? Amar, someone says, so the chayra, so my love, it is b'shusha rabim, zika b'shusha rabim, it's mashma, that if, if everything happens b'shusha rabim, you're still chayiv. So the Abzeira answered him, no, no, that's not what it means. What the Brizer says, it doesn't matter if it's b'shusha rabim, b'shusha yachid, it means it doesn't matter, lo, it is b'shusha rabim, it doesn't matter, even if the initial force propelling the, 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 the stones took place in the Rosh Rabim, as long as it's a Rosh Hashanah you're Chayev. So therefore, it is considered still to be a told of regal. It's not Karen. The damage has to be in Rosh Hashanah But it could start in Rosh Hashanah Rabim. So then Rabbi Rab, Rab Yirmi says, but you told me the second Shiloh, you told me that the, it can't start in Rosh Hashanah Rabim. It has to start in Rosh Hashanah Yachid, not in Rosh Hashanah You yourself said that if it, the, you're not liable for when you cause it to initially move, because that was Rosh Hashanah Rabim, how could you be high when it comes to uh, a, a rest? On that, Rabzeir answered, Amrale, Hadrabi, I changed my mind. Means I retracted, maybe because of the Brysa, maybe late before that. But basically, I, even though initially I told you that to be Chayev for, to be Chayev for uh, Tzoros, it has to be both the initial propelling of the stones and where the damage has to be, it has to be in Rishus HaNizak, I've changed my mind. What do I hold? As long as the damage took place in Rishus HaNizak, you've got to be Chayev, even if the initial force took place where? In Rishus Rabim, and therefore the Brisa will not be difficult according to me. So now, Rabbi Yirmiya keeps going. Eisevei, so Rabbi Yirmiya now asked, again, from our Mishnah, this is from our Mishnah. What did it say in our Mishnah? Darsa ala kli, it says the animal uh, stepped onto a, a vessel, Ushavartu, and broke the vessel. And a shard uh, came away from the broken vessel, and it fell onto a second vessel, Ushvaro, and broke it. So, okay, let's get the case. The animal was walking, stepped on a clee, broke it. That clee shot off a shard and broke a second vessel. What does it say in our Mishnah? So in our Mishnah we said, for the first one, you're paying 
full damages, and ala achron mishalem chatsi nezek. Okay, so now why is that? So let's let's explain that. So it says over here. So why why are you chayev? Uh, so, 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 but what, what does it say? So the Chorah, the first one is regal. We'll talk about it in a moment where it happens. First one is regal, and therefore you're paying Nezek Sholem. The second one is Tzoros, and therefore you're paying Chatzin Nezek. Now, as Adam asked, where is it happening? But Tani Allah and the Brisa elaborates on the case of the Mishnah. Bamed Var Mamurim, Nizak. This has to have taken place in Rishus Nizak. Has to be Rishus Nizak. Why? Because if it's in the Rishu, if it's Rishus Rabim, then you would not be but but what does the Brisa say in the Rishus Rabim Petura Ala Rishon Petura Ala Achron Chayevus? But if it would have been Rishus Rabim, you would only you would have been Potter from the first vessel because there's no regal on the first vessel, but you would still be Chayev on the second vessel for Tzroros. Now Lachora. Why? Why would you be high for Tzoros? So my love, is this not telling me that Rishus Rabim, that even though the first vessel shot off the shot in Rishus Rabim, Vezika and the second vessel, Lechorah, also is Rishus Rabim, and still Yuchayim, which therefore this would attack the first Shiloh. This seems to be saying is that Tzoros, since it's Chatzinezek, is given the status of Keren and not given the status of Regal. On that again, Rabzeira pushed back low. What it means is, yes, the first vessel's in Rosh Hashanah, and that's why you're potter on the first vessel. The shard that shot off, even though it shot off in Rosh Hashanah, where did it break the second vessel? It broke the second vessel in Rosh Hashanah. Since it broke in Rosh Hashanah, you can still be high on Tzoros on the second vessel. So low, he teased up Rosh Hashanah, but Hezika was Rosh Hashanah. That took place in Rosh Hashanah. Says more, I, but that goes against your second ruling. Your second ruling was Hamart Akira Enkan, that if you're not Chayv in the place where the force was propelled, so then Anocha Yeshkan, how could you be Chayv in the place where the damage ends up? And that, like we said before, Amalei, Rav Zeyre said, Hadrabi, I retracted. Means initially I thought that both the propelling force and the damage has to take place in Shusanizak. I retracted, which conforms with the Brisa, that as long as the damage is taking place in Shusanizak, even though the propelling force where the shard broke off was in Shusarabi, it doesn't matter you still will be chayv. And that's why in this case, the first vessel is Rosh Hashanah, your potter. Second vessel, even though the shard shot off in the Rosh Hashanah, but it ended up going into Rosh Hashanah, you're going to be chayv, Shoros on the second vessel. Fine. So, so it is Shoros, but it, because it, it's a yaki, it, it makes it... It is Tzoros, even though the Tzoros started in Rosh Hashanah, but as long as it ends up, the, the damage occurred in the Rosh Hashanah, you're going to be high for Tzoros and Rosh Hashanah. You're putter on the first vessel because the first vessel was trampled. So, so that would be according to the Rabban in half. Then? Tzoros, yes, half, correct. correct. Now, Aini says the word, is this true? That you're not high? Because Rabzeira basically is maintaining Tzoros is not high in Rosh Hashanah. Because we said it's considered to be a tolda of rego, it's not considered to be a tolda shame. of shame. Right. right. Even though it's chatzinezek, it's still not considered to be karen. It's still it's even shame. No, no, I'm about shame. We're not talking about shame here. Okay. Regal and karen. It's not considered to be uh, karen. It's considered to be regal. Right. 
Right. Correct. So says the more of Amar Rabbi Yechonah. Rabbi Yechonah made somewhat of a cryptic statement, but the way we understand it is going to be difficult to our understanding till now. Rabbi Yochanan said that when it comes to Chatzinezek, we don't make a distinction between Roshus Rab and Roshus Yochanan. Now the Gemara assumes right now, what Chatzinezek payment are we talking about? We're talking about Chatzinezek of Tzroros. That's what we're talking about. Now, but if it's talking about Tzroros, then what Rabbi Yochanan said is difficult according to what Rabbi Yochanan said. Why? Because Rabbi Yochanan says we don't make a distinction between Roshus Rabim and Roshus Yochid for Chatzinezek if it means Tzroros. And we just said that Tzroros is a told of rego, and therefore Tzroros should only be Chayiv in the Roshus Nezek, not in the Roshus Rabim. So we should make a distinction. That's the Morris question. So Morris says, my love, so the Chora, what does he mean? There's no distinction. So the Chora, he's talking about a case in Tizah Rosh Hashanah, where the propelling force occurred in Rosh Hashanah, Fazik and the damage occurred in Rosh Hashanah, and still you'd be high for Tzoros. So Moses says, "Law." That's not what he means. When Rabbi Yochanan said that there's no difference between Rishus Harabim and Rishus Yochid for the case of Chatzinezek, which we think means Tzoros, he means it doesn't matter where the damage, where the propelling force occurred. But of course, what does make a difference is where the actual damage is going to take place. He means there's no distinction in where the shard was shot from. It doesn't have to be Rishus Yochid into Rishus Yochid. It could even be from Rishus Harabim into Rishus Yochid. You'll still be high for Tzoros. But of course, if the damage ended up in Rosh Hashanah, then you'll be Potter. Why? Because there's no Din Rego in Rosh Hashanah. So if it came from the Yachid into the Rabin, you're not... You're, you're, well, you're, the other way around. We're not talking about that. Case. No, it came from the Rabin into the Yachid. Rabin, Yachid, you're, you're high. Right, that's right. That's what okay, I'm saying. Fine. No. Now, but the more I say it like this, Lo, it doesn't mean from the rabim into the rabim. It means from the rabim into the yachid you'll be chai. Lo, it is b'shus rabim, it is zikah b'shus yachid. On that right away, the Gemara says, "I, Rabzera, when you were asked that shaila, the second shaila, Rabzera, Hamar, Akira, Enkan, that if you're not chai at the time of the Akira, where the initial propelling force occurred, then then how could you be chai for when it comes to rest? On that again, third time, same thing. Rabzera answered Rabbi Yirmiya. Hadra B, I retracted from that position and I concur with the Brysa that if the damage occurs in Rosh Hashanah, you will be chayim, even if the initial propelling force started in the Rosh So That's one way of explaining that there got to be a contradiction between what Rabbi Yochanan said and Rabbi Zeira. So, Ibai's Eimer, there's another much simpler way of understanding. Rabbi Yochanan just said that when it comes to Chatzinezek, there's no difference between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh We assume that what payment, what's the Chatzinezek for, for what happened? For Tzoros. Maybe that's not what he was referring to. There's another case of Chatzinezek in the Torah. What's the other case of Chatzinezek? Karen. And by Karen, is there a difference between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah? At least not according to the Chachamim. Tarfun, yeah, but according to the Chachamim, no. So he's going in the Chachamim Shita. When it comes to Karen, doesn't matter whether Karen happens Rosh Hashanah, doesn't matter what happens in Rosh Hashanah, either way, you'll be high of Chatzinezek. That is the way to understand. It's got nothing to do with Tzoros, and therefore there was no contradiction so even at all. In the Nizik, I'm allowed to be in the Nizik, so I have a Not allowed to be in the Nizik. Nizek, I'm allowed to be in this Nizek. I'm going into somebody else's property and damaging. So if I go in... In, my, in the Mazik, it's my property I'm allowed to be, but not in his property. If I go into his property and my animal is a Tom, I'm only paying Hatsi? That's according to Chachamim, yes. Are we tired from disagreeing? Even though I went into this guy's property? Yes, correct. Okay. Now, 
Yosef Rabbi Yehuda Nasir. Rabbi Yehuda Nasir was the grandson of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. They were both the Nasiim. They just make the distinction. One is in Hebrew, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, the grandfather, Rabbi Yehuda Nasir, the grandson. So this is Rabbi Yehuda, the grandson. And they were sitting uh, with, together with Rabbi Oshia, Akila de Rabbi Yehuda, and they were sitting in the, on the porch of Rabbi Yehuda Nasir's porch. Navig Mills in the matters of discussion between them, the following Shaila occurred. What happens? The animal walking down Rashusa Rabim swishes with its tail and breaks a vessel with a swish. So, what is going to be the din? Now, let's understand what are the toots starting? On the one hand, if you consider this part of the regular walking of the animal, then what should it fall under? And if it's regular, Rashusa Rabim, Potter, you'll be Potter. However, if you consider this to be an abnormal breakage, something that's not the norm, then it would fall under... Not Soros. It would fall under Karen. And if it falls under Karen, then you'd be Kaev Chatzin Ezek for three times that it happens. So that's one to know. So the swishing of the tail, what's the deal? Is it Karen or is it regular? That's right. So Amalei, uh, so he said like this, Amalei Edach. So the, whoever asked the Shiloh, the other one responded. He says, one second. What do you expect? A guy walking down Rosh Hashanah to have to hold on to the tail of his animal? This is normal behavior. And therefore, as normal behavior, you should not have to be holding onto the tail of, of the animal. All right? Someone says like this. Well, one second. So then, if you're telling me, well, we can't expect him to be holding on to the tail, then why do we expect the guy by Karen? Well, he is chayim. So it means, well, we expect the guy to be holding on to the horn, and yet there we do make him chayim. So the fact whether or not we expect him to be holding on to it should not bear any difference in terms of whether we're going to make him chayim or whether he's considered to be potter. Even if you say it's beyond our expectation that you should be holding on to the tail, well, it's beyond expectation you should be holding on to the horn, and still what happens if the animal gores? You're still going to be chayim. So why don't we say the same thing by the tail, right? So, why don't we say, that what, he should be holding on to the horn while the animal is, is walking, right? So, says, what's the comparison? You can't compare the two. Karen, love urche. Karen, for the animal to gore with the first three times, is not considered to be a normal behavior. So, therefore, I understand, since it's not a normal behavior, Okay, there's something that's not considered to be it's an abnormal behavior. I don't, want to, I, I, don't, I, I, I'm not expected to hold on to it, right? However, uh, but, 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 uh, but, but, and, and, and but, but I can be chayev mitzar keren. But here, ha'urche, this animal, the switching of the tail, is considered to be normal behavior, and therefore. Uh, in, 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 and so since it's considered to be normal behavior, we don't expect you to be holding on to the tail. And since we don't expect you to be holding on to the tail, it's, it's got a dint of normal behavior. It's considered like regal. And therefore what? If it happens? You're pot, you're potter. 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 You'll be potter. Right. Now, um, so the says like this, well, if you realize that the switching of the tail is considered to be normal behavior, so then my then what was your original shayla? If you understand that you're not required to hold on to the table because this is normal behavior, and we're not, we don't, there's no expectation of holding on to it, so then what was the shayla? So what says, kishkush yasera mibayla. I was asking in a case where it wasn't the normal swishing, it was an aggressive switching. So do we consider an aggressive swishing of the tail, right, the animal's happy. 
Do we consider that to be abnormal and therefore might be going into the realm of Karen? Or not? He said, no, either way, no, normal swishing or aggressive swishing of the tail is still considered yes, normal, regal, and your potter. Okay, Mora has a, a strange Shaila here. So Mora says like this, Boyer of Eno, Let's say the animal, male animal, became, a, it's a male organ became engorged, and with a swish of its organ, it destroyed something. All right? Are you chayev in the Rosh Rabin for this, or are you potter? Now, what's the shaila? So me, Amrina, and to have our Karen. Maybe she should be compared to Karen. What happens by Karen? Lav Karen, the animal is being overcome by its uh, yetzer. Means it's acting out of anger. The animal's acting out of anger, and it goes and gores, and you chaya for it. So here too, the animal's acting. Also, it is impassioned, inflamed, and therefore achanami loishno. You should be chayev as well. Ideal, but maybe you can't compare the two. Because there, the anger of the animal is what caused the damage. There, the anger of the animal caused the damage, and therefore, for an animal to get that angry and damaged is abnormal. Here, it's true that the yetzer of the animal caused its organ to be engorged. I understand that. But it's not the yetzer that caused the damage. The damage is still caused by the animal walking along Oh, it's not, it's not with an intent to damage. And since it's not an intent to damage, it should still fall under what category? Regal. And therefore, in Rishusha Rabin, you should be potter. So when it says, I deal with Karen, Kavanos, by Karen, the intent, the, 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 the Yetzer was, is directly connected to the intent to damage. All right. It's not intending to damage. It's regularly walking up. And that's a take and where it remains unresolved on that child. So we learned in our Mishnah, chickens, it's considered normal for chickens to, uh, to, to, to jump around, and in their jumping around, they break things. That's considered to be normal behavior. And um, if it's said in the Mishnah that if the animal, the chicken had a strap tied to its uh, leg, you pay for the strap, the chorat, and you pay chatsi nezek. And we want to understand what is the case that what is the case that would make it have it having to pay chatsi nezek. What's going on here? So let's see. Now, what we're gonna to have to clarify this case. Now, the the um, we're gonna see the the maskana of the Gemara is talking about where the strap flew off and broke something. And it's in Rishus HaNezak, and therefore, it's considered to be a Tzroro situation. Why is it considered Tzroro's? Just much the same way as the pebbles that fly out from underneath. Here, the strap, that's what the maskana is going to be. But before we get to that, we think that the strap is still attached to the leg of the chicken. And for some reason, you're Chayev Chatsi Nezek, which we're going to have to explain why would that be. Now, what, in order just to understand the upcoming Gemara, what's going to happen over here is Rav Huna, is going to make a statement. Now we think, erroneously, that Rav Huna's statement was made to clarify the Mishnah. And we're going to run into problems trying to explain how does Rav Huna's statement correlate 
with the case of our Mishnah. At the end, we're going to say is that Ravuna wasn't addressing our Mishnah. Ravuna was making a standalone statement, nothing to do with the Mishnah, and then the Mishnah will be explained without a problem, and Ravuna's expla- uh, ruling will be explained without a problem. But what's going to create the problem right now is because we think that when Ravuna made the statement, what was he trying to do? Correct. All right. So Moira says like this. So Amar Rav Huna, Lo Shano Ela Shenik is that that we're only talking about lechora in our Mishnah that you pay the chatzi nezek is where the animal got the strap attached on its own. It means the animal, the chicken went and put its uh, foot through a loop that tied it on its own. That's when you're going to be chayiv. Uh, the, in the Mishnah, the Chatzim, the, the Aval Kashra, Adam, but if a person tied it to the chicken, then Chayev, now the one assumes right now, if it's going to the Mishnah, then it wouldn't just be Chatzinezek, then Chayev would mean your Chayev, the full damage is on that. So one says like this, one second, what is that, how does that make sense? Nikshar me'elav man Chayev. When you say that when it became attached on its own, okay, who is Chayev? Right? It says, Yuchayev Chatzinezek. Who's Chayev the Chatzinezek? So, Ilem Abal Hadalil. Maybe it's talking about the owner of the strap. Means, let's say there's a chicken, is one, uh, one owner, the strap was a different owner, and therefore the chicken on its own tied its leg to the strap. The owner of the strap is going to be Chayev. So, Moira says like this. Now, Hechidami, what's the case? If the owner of the strap hid the strap away, put the strap away for safekeeping in a safe place, and somehow the chicken was able to maneuver into finding the strap. So, but Anasu, the, the, the owner of the strap should be considered viewed as an Anas. What's an Anas? It's unavoidable. And since it's unavoidable, how can we hold him responsible for the damage that is caused by the strap in that situation, right? So therefore must be that he didn't put it, he, he was negligent, he left it out where the chicken could find it. Now, if he left it out and the chicken could find it and he's negligent, then the question will be, then why is he only chayev chatzinezek? And for that, he should be chayev full damages. So when it says like this, e the atznei on a su, but e loyatznei, if he didn't save, put it away for safekeeping, then Basheo is negligent and therefore he should be chayev. So therefore, can't be we're talking about the owner of the strap, because the owner's strap, there's no way we could understand why either he's part of completely or he's completely negligible, all right? So when it says, Ella chai balatarnigo, means we're not focusing on the owner of the strap. When we learned in the Mishnah that your chai chatzinezek or your chai full damage, when the way Rav Huna explained it, he's not talking about the owner of the strap. Who's he talking about? The owner of? The chicken, okay? So when it says, Ella chai balatarnigo, the owner of the chicken is what we're talking about. Now again, Let's understand what we're talking about over here. Now, what, let's think for a moment. What nezek could this come under if you have, you, you have a strap attached to the leg of a chicken and somehow, let, what, what damage could there be? Let's, someone, someone tripped, an animal or something, something tripped over the strap. Not a person. But let's say an animal tripped over the strap because it was attached to the chicken. So now what would that sound similar to be? That it's causing a... A, 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 a situation where a mishap occurs because of it in Rishusha like Rabin. Sounds like Soros. something shoots uh, Kocha. That's not Kocha. Bar. This would be similar to a bar, meaning you've created a bar, a pit in Rishusha Rabin. You did something because of what you did causes 
right? So Mara says like this, Now why would you think that when the chicken, let's say, did it on its own, that you would not be chayiv full damages, right? I'll tell you why, because the chicken on its own, if that did it, then who's making the pit? The chicken found the scrap, Tiger, somehow got to scrap the chicken is not the person. It's not the person. Now, we know that the rule, the rule is if your animal goes and digs a hole, kicks a hole in Shusarabim, and somebody falls into it, you're potter. Why? Because the Torah says, throws in the extra word ish to teach me what? That ish below, ish bar below shor bar. It has to be a man made hole, not an animal made hole. So I understand why you could not be chayev complete damage on a boar if it was made by your chicken. But the problem is, then why should be chayev chatzinezek altogether? Chatzinezek, then you should be not, then what should be the din? If the issue is boar over here, that the chicken tied itself to the strap, <coughs> and it's a problem of, if it, if it created a boar, you're not chayev full damage because the chicken can't make a boar, because ish boar will assure boar, then you should not even be chayev. Chatzinezek either. So Chatzinezek Nami, why don't we say Ish Bar Velo Shor Bar? A man making the pit, not an animal making the pit. Ella says the Gemara, you're right. We have Huna's distinction whether the chicken tied itself to the strap or a man tied itself to the strap has nothing to do with our Mishnah. That's not our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah mean? That your Chayv Chatzinezek, when there was a strap around the foot of the chicken, it's talking about the strap didn't remain there. What happened was the chicken was walking and it flew off through the... Through the uh, through, through the, uh, the, 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 the movement of the chicken, the strap flew off and broke Kalim. And you know why you chayim chatzinezek? Why you chayim chatzinezek in that case? That is Shoros. That's Shoros. And that's why chatzinezek. That's the case of the Mishnah. It's where it flew off, right? It's, uh, and, and it's high because of Shoros. So what, and Rav Huna wasn't talking about our Mishnah. But he itmad Rav Huna, but Alma itmad. It's talking about a regular case. All right, and what's he talking about over here? We have a Delil of Hefker. There's a strap. Nobody owns a strap. The strap's an ownerless strap, okay? And what happened was, and the chicken went, uh, if the chicken went and tied on its own, so then it's potter. Potter means completely potter, why? Because who are you gonna hold responsible and what are you gonna hold responsible for over there? There's no owner of the strap, okay? So you can't say, well, he was negligent. There's no owner of the strap. And the chicken, what is the chicken's making a boar? There is no din of a chicken making a boar. Only a person can make a boar, fine. But kasher adam, if a person tied it, then you're chayiv. Now let's understand, when a person tied it, okay, so now what's the fear? Like, if it's a boar, then that would be like the person who made themselves then, right? They're right, that's not the chicken, if it's the, that's gonna be. So therefore, mishum my chayiv, why are you chayiv? Like, one understands like this, is it's still a little bit of a stretch to compare it to a case of boar, right? You don't have the problem that it's a chicken making the boar here. Why is it not a problem the chicken making the boar? Right. But on the other hand, it's not really like a boar. Why? Because a boar is a stationary item. This is a, this is a moving target over here. So Moses says that's not a problem. This is no different than the case we've had, we're going to have uh, in other places, that's called a bore It's a rolling bore. Means you put down something, you put down a package, you let something, and people kicked it around, and somebody yeah. hurts himself, you're still high on that, because even though it's not a stationary bore, but it's still, it's called a bore and you're high. So here too, it's no different. You created a bore. How do you create a bore? You tie the strap 
It's got a long strap. Someone's going to hurt themselves. Someone's going to trip over this. An animal's going to trip on this. Something's going to happen bad because of the strap. You created a boar. I, the animal dances, or the chicken moves around. Or a misgalgal, you're chayev for boar. And therefore, when he said chayev, he's actually not going on our mission. The chayev is not chatsi nezek. The chayev is nezek. Shalom. And the potter is completely potter because that's when the chicken did itself. Then there's no boar when the chicken does it on its own. That explains Rafa. Let's go. Quick question. Yes. A moment ago, when we said the. Uh Chicken through the attached thing into an article. That's our Mishnah. That's our Mishnah. We already said that that would be Chayim. We already said that would be Chayim. So the, the, the fact that we said it was Soros and he was, as uh, I said, we didn't have damage, is it right? So, yes. So it had to go into Rashid Yachid. Yeah, the damage had to whether the chicken was there or it wasn't there, but the damage had to be in the Shusha Yachid, yes. Let's go to the next Mishnah. Okay, this goes back to Tesvav, where we, where we brought down, now we, we elaborated, the Mishnah started Kei Regal. now we go to the next Kei Tzadashen. Kei Tzadashen, how does a Shane uh, take the full damages of Shane, which means when it's Muah to pay full damages? It's only Lechos Aroilo, it's for eating things which is appropriate to it. We're going to see if the animal eats something that's completely not appropriate to be eaten, that doesn't go under shame. What would that go under? Animal eats uh, garments or eats uh, a bag. That would go under Karen. So they would not be shame. That's be lechos or royal has to be that. Now, we already explained, if you remember the Mishnah way back on Tezvav, it's those cases that are shame, that's even by a chaya, somewhat a wild animal. The next one is of a behema, and a behema adds lechol peros yirok, because that's the way we explained it back then. And the animal is, uh, eats normal things like fruits and vegetables. Achlak susa kalim, but if the animal ate uh, gar- uh, garments or vessels, mishalem chatzinezek, then you'll have to be chatzinezek, not because of shame, because of Karen. Karen. Now, you understand that's what I'm saying? If it eats normal things, and again, it has to be in the Rishusanizak, right? That's another difference. It has to be the Rishusanizak and eats, goes in and eats normal things, you'll pay full damages. If it eats things that are not normal to be eaten, like so then even. Right. Then you have a Chatzinezak on them. Now, Bamedvar Mamurin, Bashusanizak. Now, this is only in Rishusanizak, because Shane is only Chayev in Rishusanizak. Avel b'rishus harabim, but if it's b'rishus and rabim, then you will be potter. Now we're going to see lechora. Is it what's it going on the case? Is going. There's going to be opinion that might even be going on the case of the ksus and kalim. We'll see. That's a big chiddush. But but it, but for sure, for sure, it's going on the case of the shame. If it eats fruits and vegetables that it normally would eat, a thing it would normally eat, but it happened in rishus harabim, then the owner of the animal is exempt. However, there is something here that has to be taken into account. Let's say it's right before dinner time, okay? And I, the owner of my ox, would be springing for dinner for my ox. But now that my ox walked into Rosh Hashanah and helped itself to the food of someone, so therefore I can't, ma- I can't pay for the, da- I don't have to pay for the damages, but I should have to pay for the fact that I don't have to feed my animal dinner anymore. And that's what the Gemara says. And therefore, the imnenis, if there is a benefit from the food, i.e., I now do not have to feed my animal, feed my animal dinner, so then, at least that, it might be a, 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 only a fraction, it might be a fraction of the damage. Correct, correct, correct. Now, so what is the case where you have to pay what it benefited. I'm going to learn this like Rashi, and then I'll tell you the Tosis and the other Rishonim's prop. 
If, let's say, the animal ate, now in those days, it wasn't cars. Those days, the cars of the day were the animals, so they walked in the middle of the street. Who walked on the side of the street? Pedestrians, but not animals. So therefore, if it walked in the middle of the street and it ate pay, uh, uh, fruit and, and vegetables in the middle of the street, so then your potter from Shane, it's not Karen, because it's the norm, but you are Chai Mashinenes, but we can at least make you have to pay for what? For the value, for, for the fact that you don't have to feed the guy. Right. Now, Mitzide HaRechovo, however, if your animal walked on the side, which according to Rashi would be like on the sidewalks, where animals are not supposed to walk, and your animal went there, that means your animal deviated and did something that it was not supposed to be walking where it was. And therefore, it's not the norm. Since it's not the norm, therefore what? This is going to be, this is shame, right? This is eating? There's an eight on the sidewalk, but it wasn't it's supposed to be on the side. But it's supposed to be, you have to pay whole All the damages. No, 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 no. If it does something, it's not, it falls under Karen and it becomes an asset. So therefore, Mitzidah Rechav, Mashal Lemes, Mashi Zika, have to pay for what it damages. And according to Rashi, it is Chatzin Now, so that's the, the way Rashi learns it. It's what lo, it it's lo, location. Location. If, it, it, it ate an apple or it ate a cleat? No, no, no. Rashi's learning a big Kiddush that even if it ate what it normally eats, the apple. but you deviated by putting it in a on place, the the road, on the, it's in the middle yeah. of the road, so that even if it eats the normal food, Got but it. it can become Karen because of the abnormal placing of where it is. Okay. Tyson disagrees with Rashi. He doesn't hold that that's the problem over here. Tosas learns over here is that even though it's on the sidewalk, but the sidewalk outside of a person's domain was generally not used by the public, it was allowed for the loading and uploading of the individual who owned the Rishus, which means it's considered to be an extension of the Rishus of the Nizah, of the Yachid. And therefore, Tosmas learns the reason you're Chayev over here is because we don't, look at, we don't look at it as just a Rabin. We look and at it as just a Nezah. And then it would be full. And then when it says Chayev here, it doesn't mean Chatsi Nezah because of Karen. It's Nezah Shalem because of Regal. That's how Tosmas... Right. That. So it's a big, that's a big machlokas between Raj and Tosmas how to read this line in the Mishnah. Now, Tosmas actually seems to go better with the next case. Because the next case is no argument over, and therefore the, the two cases, according to Tosfos, are the same cases, examples, according to Rashi, come out completely different cases. What's the next case? All right. The case is, Mipesach HaChanus. Your animal is walking down Rosh Hashanah and the guy in front of his store, so they had people at stores on the sides of Rosh Hashanah and he put out wares. On the, in front of his store, which ends up abutting into the middle of the Rosh Hashanah your animal walks by and says, oh, a falafel, and then it goes ahead and takes a bite, okay? <laughs> so what's the halacha over there? So in such a case, again, to Mechaia for Shane, we cannot be Mechaia of you. Why? It's just eating and trigger is what it does. But it's if it saves the guy from having to pay dinner, However, but if your animal wandered into his store, then then you have to pay the, the damages that were created. Now here, Rashi has to agree with Tosos. What's going to be the reason you pay damages over here? It's Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, the Mashe Zika here means what? Half a full. 
Full. So therefore, according to Rashi, it comes out a little difficult because the Masha Zika in the earlier case meant half. The Masha Zika over here means full. According to Tosfos, it's Mamash, a parallel case of a case before, and therefore, that's the Machlokus Rashi and Tosfos how to read this Mishnah. Let's keep going. All right? Everybody with me? Yeah. Okay. Tan Rabbanu, we learned in a Brysa. What's the example where an animal you see is chayev for shame for eating that which is normal for it to be eating? So if an animal enters into the domain of the damaged individual, for it ate foods that are appropriate for it. And drank things it was supposed to be drinking. He paid full damages at shame. That's when it's a behemoth. The same thing is true of a chaya. And it ripped apart a behemoth. And it ate it. Kosher. That's eating what's fit for it to be eating. So it's shame. If you owned the lion or you owned the, 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 the hyena and it went in and it ripped apart another animal in Jerusalem, that's shame. And you chayev nezek shalom. Meshalem nezek shalom. Now, now, if an, a cow ate sa'orim, now cows generally did not eat barley. In a pinch, when the cow had nothing else to eat, it would eat barley. But the reason it's given this example to show you that even if it's a cow that ate barley, it's still considered on, on some level fit for it to be eaten. And therefore, and same to the chamer sha'achla krishin. Krishin is a, a, a krishinin is considered vetch. It's also some type of animal food. And usually the cow eats the krishinin and the para, the, cow, the para eats the krishinin and the chamer eats the saorin. But here it's switched. But the point is, even though it's not the normal day-to-day food, it is possible for them to be fed that when you don't have enough of the other one. Right? Or kelev shalikek es Hashemen. Or if a dog licked up oil, v'chazer shalachatil jabasa. Or a pig ate meat. Not usually the standard uh, fare of a of a, of a pig. But nevertheless, if it's given the choice and there's nothing else to eat, it will eat it. So in all these cases, mishal nezek shalem because they're still within the range. Okay. So Moira says like this: Amar Papa, Hashda Now that you have said. That call me to love urche. That even foods that are not normally the day-to-day foods of an animal, but achla, but it ate it, but it's within the range of what an animal sometimes will eat. So therefore, achle ali Even though this is not the norm, but it is because it's uh, it's it's being forced to eat it because it doesn't really have anything else. Shmei achila, we consider an achila, and therefore we consider achila if it did so in the rishus anizak. What's going to be the din? Like right, because if it would be something that's not considered achila at all, then what would it have to fall under? Yes. Karen, it would be chatzinezek. Now, therefore, high shunra, there it comes out that if a cat, to achli tamri, that ate dates, or chamro, or you had a donkey, to achil benisa, that ate fish, right, you would still be mishalem nezek sholem because shasat they will eat those things. How, now, the more it brings down a maise shahoyo, halu chamro, there was a certain donkey. The Achal Nahama that ate the bread, and then ended up chewing up the basket, the, the bread basket that it was in. So Yehuda said for the bread, Nezek Shalom, even though donkeys we're going to see don't normally eat bread, but again, it's considered within the range. But on the basket, he only made it, the owner have to pay Chatzin Nezek. Why? 
Because it's kept. Because that's not the yeah, norm for them to know. eat a basket. And therefore, it's in the Why should you only have to make Hatsinezek on the basket? But the one is making the assumption that if you have bread in a basket, a donkey will eat. By, and when it eats the bread, what's going to happen at the same time it eats the bread? And, therefore, and since that's the norm, therefore what? Nezek Shalem. Nezek Shalem, which will be included in the shame. That's the most asking. So when I say like this cave and the Urche, since it is the norm, the Mechal Nahama to eat the bread, so it's also Nami, Liflos, Psala, it's also normal to chew up the basket at the same time. So says, yeah, but that's not what happened over here. What happened is the, 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 the donkey ate the bread, and when the basket was empty, the donkey came back and chewed up the basket. So you can't say the basket was just part of the eating of the bread. Yeah, so you have to course. look at it separately. And therefore, since you have to look at it separately, that's why on the basket, he was only Mechayev Chatzineze because it fell under Karen. So what is it like this? At first it ate the bread, then it chewed up the basket. Upas says, as bread considered normal for a donkey? Why is that shame? It shouldn't be not, it should, it's abnormal. For I mean, I'm going to ask you a following contradiction. Achlo, now it doesn't tell you what the animal is, but as if an animal ate, pas, bread, basar, meat, Tavshil, Tavshil means cooked, I cook vegetables. Visham Chatzinezek, you pay Chatzinezek. Now the Chorah, why? You want to assume you pay Chatzinezek because it's not the norm for the animal to eat these things, and therefore it falls under care and does not fall under shame. Now the Chorah, my love, the Chorah Behemoth, we're talking about a Behemoth, which could be a domesticated animal like a donkey. And what do you see there? For bread is not considered to be shame, it's considered to be uh, Karen. So one says, Lo, the case over there is about a Chaya. Bread, you're right, for a Chaya, for, your, for a Chaya to eat bread, that would be Karen. Whereas it can't be talking about a Chaya, because what's the second item listed? Basar. Meat is considered to be the standard fare of a Chaya. So how would it be Chatzinezek on the Basar if it's talking about a Chaya? So one says, Ah, Chaya, Basar, Urchehu, that's considered Urche. So one says, No, the Matve, the meat was already roasted. It's true, raw meat. A chaya will eat, and that's normal. Once you roast the meat, a chaya is not going to want to go after. And if it did, that would fall under Karen and not under shame. shame. So, what is like this? So, that's one answer. Ibais Emma, or else you could say, you know, what kind of a chaya was a deer. We're not talking about a, a carnivore, we're talking about a herbivore. A herbivore, a deer, will not eat bread, and it also won't eat meat and it won't eat cooked vegetables so therefore this is all is eaten by a deer you owned a deer and your deer went into your next door neighbor's yard and ate this this would not fall under shen would fall under karen the ebice and let's go back to the original it's a domesticated animal but the case over here is that the bread was a pasora now rashi learns it was on a table and the animal jumped onto the table to eat it that already is not considered to be normal behavior. Even if a donkey will normally eat bread, a donkey will not jump onto a table to eat. Rashi learns to jump completely onto the table. Atayis learns he like jumped up to the table. But either way, that's what makes it abnormal. And since it's abnormal, even though it's on Shusa Nizag, it doesn't fall under Shane, it falls under Karen, and therefore it's Chatsi Nezek. The Gemara brings down another story. Ahu Barzo, Barcho. There was an, a, a goat. The Chaza lifta apuma didano that saw a turnip on the top of a barrel. Sarich, Sarich means it clawed its way and solik and climbed up to the top of the barrel. Achlala lifta and it ate the turnip. Uvitavre ladana and it broke the barrel. 
Chayv and Rava are lift of Adam and Ezek Shalom. Rava was Mechayv both for the turnip and for the barrel full damage. Now this must have been in the Rosh Hashanah. Now we understand the turnip is full damages because goats eat turnips. But it must be because since, well, so the more I ask my time, what's the reason? Since it's the norm for goats to eat turnips and goats climb. Goats aren't like donkeys. Well, what's it doing on top of the table? Goats will climb to the top of the barrel. But therefore, if you leave a turnip on top of the barrel, it's normal for the goat to want to climb. And therefore, for that already, the owner could be, the, of the goat is, has to pay uh, as part of the chain, both for the turnip and for the barrel. All right? So, Urche, Dami, Lusruche, Lemislak, it's the normal for it to claw its way up and climb on top of it. The bread on the, his own barrel? The Nizak was in his own backyard and, and he, he left turnips on top, top of the barrel. Comes a goat and jumps up and breaks the barrel and eats the, the turnip. So, the owner of the. It's regal, that's norm. That's why you have to pay Nezak Shalom. Right. Amar Ilfa, Behema Bashusa Rabin. Let's say you had over here the following case. You have your animals in Rosh Rabin, who parched its avara and it stretched out its neck, stretched over, and it looks in the other lane, it sees another animal, and that animal has grain in sacks that are on the back of that animal, and it reaches its head into the sack of the other animal and eats the grain off the back of animal number two. Now, what's the question over here? Now, both animals are in Rosh Rabin. So, the, the concept of eating in Rosh Rabin, which is Shane, will be, will be considered Shane, and it'll be Potter, right? That's Shane, it'll be Potter. However, we could argue that maybe the sack on the back yeah, of the animal, it's a Rosh of the Nezach, and therefore, you should be of Nezach Sholem. Right? Tomorrow says like this, a part of our Achlamal Gabi Khaverita and ate from the back of the friend, Chayeves, you are Chayev to pay. My time, what's the reason? Gabe Khaverta Kachata Nizagdami. Concerning the second animal, its back is considered to be the Rashus of the Nizak, and therefore the laws of shame will apply under such circumstance. Clear? Mm-hmm. All right, the one says, Lame Messiah, the one wants to bring, even though that was said by Ilfa, who was an Amora, the one wants to support him with the following brysa. What does it say? Talking about a person. He slung uh, uh, over his shoulder his basket. An animal came by, reached out, stretched out its neck, and ate from it. This is the exact answer, exact case, right? So therefore, Yechai, if I to Rosh Rabin, no, because the person's basket on his back should be considered to be a Rosh Ayochid, <coughs> and that's why Yechai. So Moritz is not a proof. Now, it's not, it, it doesn't mean that Ilfa's wrong. Ilfa can correct, but you can't prove 100% from his Brysa. Because what could the case in the Brysa be? Could I'm a Rava, Rava's going to say in another case, we're going to apply that what he said in another place to his Brysa. But Kofetzis, we're talking about over here that you had like a goat that jumped onto his back. It jumped up onto his back to eat it. Now, if you're talking about it, it didn't just reach into the basket, but it jumped onto his back to eat, then you could argue that what? Is it normal for an animal to jump onto the back of a person? No. And therefore, the chi of here doesn't necessarily Karen. come because of shame, but because of Karen. And actually, it could be a chatsi nezik situation, not necessarily a nezik shalom, but you wouldn't bring a raya that it's considered shusa nezik 
for the, the back of, right. So it does that, you can bring a Zariah. Hecha is Madrava. Where did Rava say this idea of Kofetzis makes it into Karen? Aha, on the following case. Da'ama Rebi Oshia. That if you have an animal that's in a public domain and it's eating another person's food, if it walked, on the normal case it's walking, then, then it'll be patura, you'll be potter. Why will you be potter? While it's walking, it eats its uh, friend's food because it's regal, it's shame. It's, it's, no, it's urche, it's the normal thing to do. Your potter for shame, the regal, is just a rabbin. Amda, but it stood still, the achla, and ate chayeves. Now we couldn't understand this. What, is, what, 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 what does that mean? All right? What does Rab Oshia mean that if it stands, it's lying? So, my shna, halcha de urche, why is it considered urche the norm when it's walking? Why is amdanami urche that standing also should be normal behavior? So, he says, no, when it means it stands, it stands, stood, and it jumped. I'm a rubber, but kofetz, it's rubber, so kofetz. So, therefore, since it stood and it jumped to get to the food, we no longer consider this normal behavior. And therefore, what does this fall under? And it'll be chatzin ezek. All right. Boy Rabzeira, Mizgal Gelmahu. Rabzeira has a shy, it's not clear what his shy is. If the food rolled, when it says, hey, Chidam, what do you mean the food rolled? What happened over here? So when it says the interesting case. Case was, and Rashi says it goes both ways, but Rashi says like this, there was, let's say, a, a, a bundle of straw in Rosh Hashanah. The animal came and rolled it, kicked it, rolled it into Rosh Hashanah and ate it there. Now there's two ways to look at the case. How could what 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 are the two ways you could say? It's not it's not the nizik's hay. It's, it's someone no, else's. No, it wasn't. Hay, was right? the nizik was the nizik the nizik say? The nizik had his hay in the shush of Robin, and then the, and then the animal. The mazik kicked it into his rishus and ate it there. And had the mazik eaten it in the rishus of uh, Robin, he'd be puttered. Does this shame rishus of Robin's right. Now he kicks it back into the nizik's, and so now. What is it? That's, I would say he's probably Chayev. I mean, it's, he's eating it in the Nizek's place. So that's the Shaila. So what it says like this. Kagayim, Amir b'shusa Or the other way around. Right, Raja says it works that way. That's not the way. That, it's the other way around. Let's say it was in Rishusa Nizek. Animal comes in. The, in the smart animal. It kicks it into Rishusa Rabin uh, and it eats it there. It's Shalom. He's oh, got to pay 100%. He kicks it. The animal. The animal rolled it into the... Not in on its own. On its own. No, 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 the animal. The animal. The animal did it on its own. He dragged it. No, yeah, yeah, he means that they rolled it. Not the way. No, the animal. The animal rolled it. Okay? So the Kamaskalgel, the Osi, Mershusa Yochid, Rushusa Rabbi. My. What is the Allah? Again, Rashi goes both ways. So Mars says like this. So therefore, the Shaila really is, in essence, on the one hand, the person who owns it, is it based on where he left it? Well, if you view it as where he left it, if you leave it in a place of chiyuv, or do you leave it in a place of or do you say it depends on where the damage happens? Well, if it depends on where the damage happens, we have to look at where the damage. So that's the shiloh here. So Mar says Tashima, let's try bring a raya for the shiloh. Okay, Rabzeira's shiloh can bring a raya from the following brisa. What does the brisa say? Tanya Rabchia, right? The brisa says like this: Masui, if you have a load. Part of it is in the Rosh Hashanah, in the Rosh Hashanah, and part of it is in the Rosh Hashanah, okay? Achla bifnim chayeves, all right? If an animal came and ate, right, in the Rosh Hashanah, in the Rosh Hashanah, that's chayev. Achla bifnim, if it ate outside, it's potter. Now, the Gemara's assumption right now, how tzachayim, you must understand, means it ate the whole thing, which means when it's inside, in order to, it must have pulled 
what's outside, inside as well. Nichayv for the whole thing. It was outside. It must have pulled what's outside. Uh, what's inside, outside, and you have the potter. So okay. the bottom line is, if that's the case, and we understand it correctly, then you've answered the Shiloh, that we don't look at where the item was originally stationed, we look at where the damage takes place. That would bring the Raya, right? Yeah. Someone says like this. So that would seem to be a, pure, a, a great proof for the Shiloh. What it says like, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Maybe what it means is when it says what it ate inside your chayv for what's inside. And when you ate outside your potter or it's outside, it doesn't mean necessarily that for everything. It means for what's inside your chayv inside, what's outside your chayv outside. But it doesn't mean that, that what, what's that? It doesn't mean that you pulled it. It, it, it does, it, mean, and it could even mean that even if we did pull it, you would still be, you would be chayv on the, on, the other, on the other part. Mm-hmm. Right. So what it says like this. So what it says like that, look. You're only chayv on what's on, on the inside, you're chayv on what's inside. But what's on the outside, you would be potter. You're not chayv for what's on the outside, even if it pulled it, right? Who says it means you're chayv for the whole thing, right? So Ibai's Ema, or else you could have another way you can explain this, is maybe Rabchia's case is Basila das pasta. The case of Rabchia, the load, was Thomas pasta. As pasta was animal food with long strips. They were connected long strips. Maybe that's different than the case of Rabzeira. In Rabzeira's case, these were separate particles, right? The, gra- the grain was separate. So therefore, the animal, if it would not have gone and schlepped it, it wouldn't have come automatically, right? So maybe there the question is, since it needed the animal, but if it's connected, if it's one long strip, maybe if it's eating on the inside, and as it's eating, it gets dragged on. So maybe that you could say, yes, you're chive on the inside for the whole thing because it was one long piece. So as long as you're chive inside what's inside and it's connected what's outside, yeah, then you're chive on the whole thing. But if, if, it's, if it's, let's say, apples and the apples on the inside aren't pulled, don't pull in the apples on the outside. The animal has to go schlep it itself. Maybe that, still, that might still be. You don't have a raya from the case of Rabchia. Let's keep going. All right. Um, you know what? Let's not keep going. Yes, it's unresolved.